Hello beautiful people and welcome back to the Friendly Sisterly Advice Podcast. I'm your host Yvonne and thank you for joining me once again. Um, I just want to point out that I didn't put up a podcast last week. Last week was tough, you know, there, there was the... We lost a really influential basketball star, Kobe Bryant and his beautiful daughter and you know i was in the process of you know setting up to record when i heard the news and it just i just couldn't do it it just felt i just wasn't in the right headspace it hit me hard because it was a devastating loss and not just kobe and his daughter but you know there was another family who was also involved in the accident and just a lot of lives a lot of talent just lost and it's devastating and it really made me reflect on you know just life and what's important what matters and what doesn't so yeah I'm sending love and prayers and strength to the loved ones that they left behind but if you were wondering why there wasn't an episode up last Monday that's why but in this week's episode, we're going to talk about something. Shout out to my girl, Chloe, my coworker. She gave me this topic idea, and it was actually really a really good idea. We're going to talk about culture shock. And basically, we're going to talk about <clears throat> culture shock and my experience moving to a country that's halfway around the world. Okay, so let's get right into it. Okay, so culture shock. In my experience, I think that there's like a lot of different kinds of trauma someone can go through. And sometimes the things that, there's things that are obvious, like there's trauma that's obvious, like you've been through a hard childhood or you went to war or, you know, you you suffered some kind of abuse. All those, like like that's trauma. It's, you know, it's obvious. But there's also things that you go through that, you don't know it's trauma and sometimes you don't even know it's trauma until you're out of it and you're looking back and you're like huh that really affected me more than I knew while it was happening you know and I think with most trauma usually is like that because if it's like if we realize glaringly in our face while it's going like, like this is traumatic this is traumatic you know at least we would be aware but a lot of people aren't even aware just because it's hard to look at things objectively when you're in the thick of it why am i talking about trauma when i said i was going to talk about culture shock i think that the culture shock i experienced when i moved to the u.s was traumatic and i didn't realize this until very recently and you know that move that i made when i was 17 years old has developed a lot of psychological pathways in my mind so i'm just gonna tell you like my story how i came to this country and where i'm from and all that so i was born and raised in nigeria if you're not familiar nigeria is a country in west africa um so yeah that's where i grew up i went to school all the way to high school there and that's where my life was during my childhood and my early to mid-teens. I moved to the U.S. when I graduated high school. I was 17 when I moved to the U.S. This was like in 2013, I believe. 
and I moved to the US and I started college and yeah so why do I say like culture shock can be traumatic I I remember m not wanting to move here like getting you know a green card or an, a US citizenship is such a huge opportunity um, and I like it's this is something people dream about this is something that you know and a lot of people in my home country will jump at the opportunity for that but I think that I didn't see it that way because it was kind of always guaranteed like I always knew I was gonna move here because my dad lived in Houston so like we knew that after high school you know we were all gonna move like that was always the path so it wasn't like this incredible gift that I was very grateful for because it was guaranteed. I don't think you appreciate things as much when they're like, oh yeah, this is for sure gonna happen. Like if you go for an interview and they're like, yeah, you're gonna get a job. You're not gonna be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I mean, you know, it's the weight and the guessing and the not knowing that makes it such an incredible thing. And it just wasn't that for me because there was no waiting and guessing. I knew what was happening and I didn't want it. Honestly, if I'm being honest, a part of the reason why I didn't want it is because I was dating my high school boyfriend at the time and I didn't want to leave him. But my parents weren't having any of that. So I moved. I moved to the U.S. I was 17 and I moved to Houston. I started applying to college. I had already taken the SATs and I was, you know, I was wanting to go to college and yeah, honestly, I didn't think about the culture shock. I didn't think about the change in culture. It wasn't something that I gave a lot of thought. I didn't even... I didn't I didn't even think it would be a thing until it was happening and I'm like oh my god like the people here are very different like just like as a whole you know they're just it's just a different way of living and I'll get more into what I mean exactly but I didn't think about that prior like my 17 year old self wasn't thinking about you know the culture and the environment I was just like oh my god I'm gonna go to university and it's gonna be great because I had seen it in movies and TV shows like you know, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to live like college life. Now, so I came to the U.S., I applied, I got into college, I moved to a different city than where my dad lived and I, you know, moved into my dorm and I started school. Now, I'm very proud of myself because this, that time in my life was the first time that I realized that I am a very capable individual because up until that point everything I had done in my life like it, I, I had assistance I had my mom by my side I had my family like but the, with this with coming to college coming to a whole new country I didn't really have like my dad's support unfortunately so the closest family I had in my opinion was halfway around the world and I was completely on my own a hundred percent by myself in a new country in a new city in a new education system with you know just everything was so new and I had I had to figure out like you know like how classes worked and how semester hours worked. I had to figure out how to get my textbook and what Amazon was like I had to like figure out all these things and like if you've grown up here 
that probably sounds like the most basic thing ever like even the other day my sister was asking me so like like they say like um i have to have a 3.0 in my last 60 credit hours what does that mean and i'm like um and i told her what it means and i'm like that's but she didn't understand it because she didn't go to school in the u.s she went to school in london and it's different over there so you know she she just didn't understand the way credit hours worked and i think a lot of people like underestimate how different it can be and how like because i was like oh that's easy like what, what don't you understand about it but then i realized i'm like i didn't understand it when i came here you know like i had no idea i had never been to college or anything like that like i thought you know i don't even know what i thought it was very i had a hard time but i learned and i figured it out but it was a huge learning curve but once you know it you're good like after my first semester once i figured out how classes work tests credit hours textbooks grading all of those things i was good i wasn't even worried about it um another thing that i'm gonna touch on with culture shock is the people right this is the main thing i didn't think about it i didn't it never crossed my mind that the people would be so different how are the people different you ask well i'll tell you i think america and well specifically texas because i've only lived in texas so i can't speak for other states but the people the, cu the culture here is very western compared to nigeria in the sense that everyone is so independent and there is kind of a like mind your business way of life like live your life and let me live mine way of life which you know is both a great thing and a not so great thing because moving here it was i was so lonely i still am okay you, i don't know a lot of people i think that people i went to college with they most of them already had their group of, of friends because they have their friends from high school and that kind of dynamic can be very difficult to get like to infiltrate not infiltrate i guess inf like you know like you already have a group of people they have all this history and they've known each other for years and you're this new person it can be very difficult to become a member of that friend group you know and you can't force your way if they don't want you there or if you know if it if it just doesn't flow then it doesn't flow and that was very hard for me because all of my friends were halfway around the world and high school in nigeria was different if you're from nigeria or if you know about the way high school is you either go to boarding school or you go to day school i went to boarding school and it's exactly how it sounds i lived in school we had our dorms but the way it was structured was in such a way that in your dorm there's 12 people in a room. It was a big room. We weren't just cramped there. We had bunk beds. It was great. Now that I'm out of it, I mean, at the time I thought it was, I, I thought it was torture and I thought they were trying to kill me and put me in prison. I hated it so much. Like communal showers, like we had to shower together. Like I hated it so much, but now I don't hate it as much, you know? So basically there was 12 of us in a room you sleep together, you get ready together, you eat together, you go to school together. You had a default family. Those girls, by the end of the year, by the end of those six years that I was in high school, they became family. And so for six years of my life, I was used to having a constant family around me, of a group of amazing girls. I love those girls. I love all my high school friends. 
I had a lot of friends. Like, I mean, I wasn't deeply close to each and every one of them. I had like three or four really close friends. But like all those girls, they're your, like you're sleeping together, you're eating together, you're doing everything together. You guys get pretty tight. And I got used to that, just having that constant, you know, support group or group of people around me. And it was amazing. And I didn't know quite how amazing it was until I didn't have it anymore. Because I was so happy to graduate high school. I mean, who isn't? I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to get out of here. And, you know, moving to the U.S., I moved to my first college apartment and I had three roommates. And I thought we were going to be friends. I thought like, oh my God, like, yes, these are my three, like, we're going to be best friends. I mean, you see these things in movies and just like from where I was from, it was just automatic. Like you're friends with people that are around you. There's, but it didn't just work out that way. Like I don't speak to any of those people anymore. Like I, I still speak to some of my Nigerian friends more than I speak to a few of the friends that I've made here. Now here everyone's very like i'm gonna do my own thing and i'm gonna let you do yours people stay out of your business they let you live your life they give you your space they give you your privacy that is not the case in my home country we're all like everyone's in everyone's business and everyone's everyone's family like your mom you have your mom then you have your mom's sister who's your aunt, but she's also your mom. Then you have your mom's friend, who's your aunt, but you're not related at all, but you still call her auntie, and she's also your mom, right? And you have the neighbor, and she's your mom too, and you call her auntie too. Like, you're not related. You don't know this woman from Adam, but she's your, like, it's just such an integrated culture. It's a very community-based culture, and I think the U.S. is a very individual-based culture. So that was a huge difference for me. I felt like nobody cared. Like no one gave a fuck about you or anything. When when I was in Nigeria and like all these women, like my mom's friends, sister's cousin wanted to, you know, just was so concerned with my life. I I was irritated. I was irritated by it. I'm like, mind your damn business. I would never say this, but like in my head, I'm like, leave me alone. Like this is none of your business. Like you know but here they do mind their business and now i'm like oh like i have no friends and i have no family and no one cares about me at one point even still now i could like disappear for days and the only people that would like notice would be my job because i have to be there every day i feel like like your neighbor like my next door neighbor doesn't know my name and it's just it's different it's very different it is um another thing that i noticed from moving here was there's this fake politeness that people have where because when i first got here i remember walking on campus and people would just smile at you and i thought it was so weird i am like i'm like why are you smiling at me do i like and then i wonder if i know them and i just don't remember but i'm like i've only been here two weeks so i'm sure i don't know you but i don't understand why you're smiling and i just i thought it was so weird but now i'm used to it like people just smile for no reason and i don't it's just the way it is you know and there's this like like people will be nice to you in front of your face 
but they don't even like you. I don't know. I think it's crazy. I think it's like, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Like, why pretend? And not just pretend, but they will go out of their way to like be nice to you. Like, they will go the extra mile. I'm like, I don't get it. Like, why not just walk away? Like, why, like, go extra, like, go the extra mile to be so kind and sweet, but, like, you're talking shit? Or, like, you know, someone's told me you said shit, so I know that you don't like me, so why are you pretending? There's no need to pretend. Just walk away. Like, just don't talk to me. Just, you know, it's just like, um, or, oh, my God, oh, my God. Okay, okay, there's another thing is the communication, right? So it's like... In the U.S., people say things, but they won't say what they're trying to say. I don't know how to explain it. Okay, let me let me try. Like, okay, I'll give you an example of this happening to me. So when I got my internship while I was still in school, my senior year, I had an internship at an accounting firm, and um, I I was given a project, and I was. You know, I was working on the project, it was, it was okay, you know, I was doing the work or whatever. And then, like, I made a mistake, right? I did something wrong, I didn't do it correctly, something about what I did was incorrect. And my boss came to me and she's like, oh, you know, I know you did it like this, but like, this is the way that, you know, we like, this is the way I would do it. But, like, this is fine, too, but, like, this is how I would do it, is what she said. Like, she was, like, this is how she would have done it, but, like, what I did was okay. And I was, like, okay, cool. You know, I'm, like, okay. And so the next time I did it, I did it the same way. And then she goes, like, you know, I told you, like, this is how I would do it. You know, so. And and then I'm, like, do you want me to do it like that? Like, is that how I'm supposed to do it and she's like well yeah like that's what I would prefer and in my head I'm like why didn't you just say that like why did you not just say that like what like the way she was like the way you did it is fine but this is how I would do it so I'm supposed to read between the lines I've learned I've learned a lot about communicating but I just wish it would have been more direct you know or it's like, we would prefer for you to, you know, not do it. Like, just some indirect bullshit. Some, like, sugar-coated shit. I'm like, just tell me what you mean and tell me what you want and I'll do it. Like, you don't have to be fake polite or fake nice and then, like, write me up if I didn't understand your fake politeness. Like, what? 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 Like, make it make sense. I don't understand what you mean if you're not if you're not being direct. It's like, oh, you know, we're just gonna we're just gonna, you know, have you not come in tomorrow or ever. And I'm like, I mean, this didn't happen. It happened to a friend of mine. They're like, we're we're just not gonna have you come in tomorrow. And she was like, okay, so Wednesday then. And she's like, no, no, don't even worry about coming in on Wednesday either. And my friend was like, okay, Thursday. And they're like, no, 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 don't worry about it. And she was like, bitch, am I fired? (laughs) Like, and they were like, yeah, we're going to have to let you go. 
And I'm just like, they said, what now? Don't bother coming in tomorrow. Like, what is going on? Just tell me what you want me to know. If you're firing someone, just say, you are fired. We are going to have to terminate your employment with this company. What do you mean, don't worry, coming in tomorrow? And the poor girl didn't understand. I wouldn't have understood either. And we're both like, they said, what now? Like, they said, don't worry about it. Like, oh, we're going to give you the day off is what we were. That's what I would have thought. That's what she thought. And she's like, okay, like, thank you. But like, you know, and they're like, no, 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 you're, you're fired. Like, bye. And I'm like, why do you care? If you're firing someone and you're probably never going to see them again, why do you care about being polite? Just tell them they're fired. Just tell me what you mean and I'll tell. And I think that this is why I come off a little standoffish or like a little abrupt sometimes because I just say it how I mean it. I'm not going to pretend I don't have the time or the energy. I'm just going to tell you exactly what I mean. And yeah, deal with it. But they don't do that. A lot of the people I've worked with, a lot of my experience with the U.S., they don't, people don't do that, especially in corporate America. Corporate America is the, I work in corporate America, so I probably shouldn't say it's the worst, but it is. And if I could like make my podcast full time or just work from home or just not have to deal with petty bullshit, I would make it happen. Okay. It's like, if you mean, if you like, whatever you're trying to say, just say it. You don't have to be polite. I don't care. And since I don't care, there's no feelings here to be hurt. And even if I think you're a bitch, like, then just, if you're a bitch, just be a bitch then. You know? Like, why try to be nice or be seen as the good guy or, I don't know. It's exhausting. I'm exhausted and we're just talking about it. So, but yeah, um, I mean, there's, there's just like little things here and there in the U.S. that made it very difficult to adapt. And it was a ve- it was very lonely because a lot of the times I feel like people didn't understand me. They didn't understand my jokes or my way of communicating. And I, I have adjusted very well, I think. It's been almost seven years. And a lot of the problems I had in college, I don't have anymore as far as like you know, integrating myself into a whole new culture. I think I adapted very well, but it was rough. It was very rough in the beginning. And, you know, the older you get and the more experiences you have, the more confidence you gain in yourself and the more you see that, okay, like I'm a person and my feelings are valid and I am a sensible, reasonable human being. So when people make you feel like, like when people don't get you and they make it seem like you're you're weird or you're not normal or like you are you're normal you're not weird you're perfect just know that and moving to a whole new culture especially with no family around can be very difficult it can be very lonely and it can be very isolating and i think that um this that trauma that i went through was played a huge role in my in my weight gain because i moved to the u.s and i gained like 100 pounds like over 100 pounds i've lost most of it now <laughs> but i did and a lot of the times when i felt very isolated and alone i used food to cope it became a coping mechanism for me when i was alone sad stressed anything i would just eat 
So if you're going through something like that, where you're in a new environment, you're in a new country, you're in a new job, you're just in a new school or whatever it may be, and you feel isolated and you feel like you don't belong there or people don't get you or just whatever it is. Well, first of all, you can refer to my podcast episode about finding your tribe. That's a thing you can do. But also just know that it does get better with time. You just really have to make the time and the effort to find people who do get you. Thank you so much, guys, for coming back and listening. This is episode six. I hit 60 listens and I am very excited about it. I can't believe that 60 people listen to my podcast. Thank you so much for your support. Follow me on Instagram at Friendly Sisterly Advice. Download, subscribe, and stream to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are everywhere podcasts are available. I might cut that out, but I'm very lazy with editing, and I have to be at work in the morning, so I might just leave it in. But thank you so much for your support. I love you very much. Be kind to one another, and most importantly, be kind to yourself. Bye.